This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and today I am coming at you with a little bonus episode because it is an emergency. We have a gentensing. Jen Shaw had her sentencing hearing this morning in New York, and you know, we followed all the live updates. I was uh, <laughs> checking the updates from bed. I decided not to go to the courthouse, which I am uh, perfectly fine with because I was able to post all my little Instagram stories and all my little tweets, you know, without getting reprimanded for having my phone in a courtroom or however that works. If you're listening to this, you have probably already seen the sentence, but here is what we are looking at. Today, Jen Shah was sentenced to 78 months incarceration. Before you reach for your phone calculator, that is six and a half years. She was also sentenced to a $6.5 million forfeiture. Again, she has, you know, probably stolen tens of millions of dollars from all of these victims, but $6.5 million is what we're looking at. And then after she is out of prison, she was sentenced to five years of supervised release because the judge wants to make sure she does not commit another crime. <sighs> wow. So obviously, this is 78 months is more than Jen was requesting. It's less than the government was suggesting. But it is in line with another recommendation that was made from some probation thing. I don't know. 78 months, six and a half years. It's a long time in prison. This is, you know, people wanted longer. I guess some people wanted shorter. Most people wanted longer. It is what it is. One thing that's important to note with uh, federal sentences, as this one is, you are required to serve at least 85% of the time that you're sentenced to. So this is not a, this is not the kind of situation where Jen is going to, you know, have good behavior and prison overcrowding and is going to be out in 10 months or something. You know, she might not serve all 78 of those months, but she's not going to be out of prison anytime, not anytime soon. She was ordered to surrender to prison on February 17th. So she will be going home. She has a little over a month. Um, You know, she can watch the reunion from the comfort of her own home. I'm sure that's going to be really lovely for her. But yeah, I mean, that is what it is. I thought it was really interesting following all of the tweets uh, from inside the courtroom uh, at Inner City Press on Twitter, truly doing the Lord's work, bringing us direct quotes from all of the arguments from Jen's attorney, from the prosecutor, from Jen herself. It was pretty wild to watch, or not, I wasn't there, so I wasn't watching, but to read what Jen's attorney, Priya Chowdhury, was saying, basically just spinning this narrative that Jen, for the majority of the time that she was involved in this scheme, really wasn't fully aware of the scope of what they were doing. 
She didn't know that it was all illegal. She really had her eyes opened last summer when she read, you know, victim statements. And that was what inspired her to plead guilty and, you know, making there was a lot of talk of the elders and making the elders proud and healing. And it's just like, girl, what planet do you think we're living on that we all will believe that Jen was, you know, (laughs) some, some innocent boss who didn't know what was going on. And, you know, one thing that they tried to make the argument for was, well, you know, Jen was never talking to these victims. She was never directly involved. And Judge Stein, God love him, having none of it. He's like, yeah, the reason she didn't talk to the victims directly was because she was the one literally running the operation. Like, she was at the top of the pyramid. So no, she wasn't speaking to the people below the bottom of the pyramid. But that doesn't mean that she didn't realize what the pyramid was made out of. Like, uh, it's fascinating to watch the mental gymnastics of somebody who has obviously seen this overwhelming evidence that the government had decided to plead guilty, you know, whether she pled guilty because she realized how bad she felt or because she realized she was going to lose her trial, um, you know, open to interpretation. I tend to think she knew she was going to lose her trial. But then six months after that, now we're at the sentencing hearing. All of the documents have been submitted. All of the, you know, claims have been made. And to still be selling this narrative that, well, I mean, she feels bad now. But at the time, you know, it it wasn't... that's she was in denial. She Jen said herself that she had mental health issues that were untreated that were causing her to get into this situation. It's like who do you think you're fooling? Clearly not Judge Stein. You know, he this whole time was really having none of it. He, he they tried to say, you know, well there were good parts of her operation. He's like, uh what was the good parts? When you were when you were calling elderly people, when you were maxing out their credit cards, when you were selling them fake services, like those, what good parts of this fake business? <sighs> you know, he was just having none of it. And Jen in her own little thing was crying and talking about, you know, the volunteer work that she's done for the LGBT community, which, you know, respectfully leave me out of it. I feel like she got what she deserved. And I know, I know a lot of people when they saw 78 months, the gut reaction is, I thought it was going to be more. I feel like it should be more. Look at all this terrible stuff she did. She deserves to go away for a long time. And I, I get that instinct. I really do. But I think, I think 6.5 years is, is a long time. And I think, I think she'll feel, I think she'll feel it, you know? Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash 
MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. So that's the Gentensing. We'll be talking more about it next week. You know, there's obviously going to be some stuff coming out after. There's more documents to come out. I'm sure lots of people will have lots of opinions. But before I go today, I just want to say, hi, Lisa Rinna. I hope you're doing well. Um, Lisa announced on Thursday evening that she will not be returning to the Real Hostiles of Beverly Hills after eight seasons. Um, she said that she was grateful for the opportunity and it's the longest job she's ever had in her career. And, you know, I, I appreciate that Bravo gave her the usual courtesy of, um, letting her make it sound like it was a mutual decision. (laughs) It said the, they said the decision was, they came to the decision at the end of last season when her contract was up and whatever, it is kind of funny after all of these years of housewives that they still kind of sell us the same story that it's like, well, you know, I I took some time to think about it and I've decided it's like, yeah, we all know they're going to start filming for the new season this month, which means that contracts are going out right about now. I would, I would guess that within the next week or two, we're going to have a very clear picture of who is still on the cast. Your contract didn't get renewed mama. Like that's, that's just how it goes sometimes. You know, I have mixed feelings about 
about Rinna's departure. As much as I was not feeling her this past season, or maybe the past few seasons, I think there there are always pros and cons when you lose a housewife that is iconic, that has been iconic, that has brought us so much. And like Lisa Rinna or not, I don't think you can deny that over the past several seasons of this show, she has been a main driver of plot and of story. And so, you know, to me, whether whether or not you think it's someone's time to go, which I, I sort of do feel like it was her time to go, there's always going to be a bit of apprehension for me that it's like, okay, I'm not sad that she won't be here anymore, but I really just want everything to work out. I want the show to be great. I want the cast to be fun. I want there to be drama. I want there to be good times. I, I maybe want there to be bad times, but I want the show to thrive. And I believe that the show can thrive without Lisa Rinna, but I also, I know that there's some work that needs to be done. So, you know, Lisa, congrats on a good run. Best of luck. You know, maybe Days of Our Lives will take you back. Or or maybe, you know, maybe not. Maybe just dancing TikToks and posting pictures of Amelia Gray for the rest of time. Mazel tov. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. Lots more gentensing content there. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.